Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Are you like me? You sometimes get frustrated when deals drag on and on and on, sometimes even getting irritated with the prospect because they're just not making a decision fast enough. And then you try this and you try that and you change up your sales process and nothing seems to work. Well, in this video, I wanna share with you five things that I think will really help your buyer become more urgent about buying from you in the sales process. Hi, Bill Kasky here. If you like what you hear here, make sure you hit the subscribe button and to click the bell to be notified for new videos. You know, I get this question a lot from brand new clients, people who come on board with me, and I ask them what are the biggest challenges they have. One is lead generation, generating more leads, which we've shot a video about, which you can find on the channel. But the second thing is how do we create urgency? How do we make the sales process glide quicker? And that's what I'm going to talk about today. Nothing frustrates a sales professional as much as going through all you need to go through just to get the appointment, to get the first call, to get the second call. If you're in a long selling cycle, maybe you're six months in and things go crickets. People just go silent. So the first thing I want to share with you is you have to have indicators that you rely on to tell you who's a good prospect and who's not. Here's an example. I've got a client who's in the software business. And they know that they close 70% of the deals that they pursue when they're A, in front of the CEO or CFO or a high-level person, and B, number two, is where they have a face-to-face. Now, I know face-to-face over the last few years has been kind of difficult. It still is today because you might be face-to-face with one person, but two others might be on a Zoom call. So I know it can be awkward and can be kind of confusing. But you have to have indicators. You have to track your business long enough and well enough to say, when I do this, this happens. When I don't do this, this happens. And so my goal with this company that I'm working with is we need to get this, the closing percentage, conversion percentage up from 20% up to 50 to 60. Well, the simple thing is you got to get in front of the CEO, and we'll talk about uh, how to do that in another video, and two, You have to be face-to-face. There's a third that's kind of a distance, and that is the more time you spend with the prospect understanding and analyzing the problem, the better you do in the sales process and the quicker it closes. But number one is just know your indicators. The number two way to create urgency is be judicious with your funnel. Don't let just anybody in. Sometimes I'll look at a person's pipeline, salesperson, or maybe the VP of sales will share, And we look at that and we say, you know what? Half the things in here are not useful. They're not good. They're not good prospects, either because we're not getting to the right person, as I said in point one, or they're too small, or the process has fallen apart early. But you have to be judicious with who you allow into your funnel. Your your funnel is sacred ground. It is sacred ground. If you hope to close 70% of the deals, then you only want to let in people 
who are good prospects. Number three way to amplify deals and make them move faster is you have to stop all the impediments. And I know you're saying, Bill, I don't, I don't do anything in the sales process that keeps them from buying, that stops or arrests the sales process, but I'll bet you do. And here's one, being desperate. When you are desperate for the deal, you put that vibe out into the world You don't think they pick up on your desperation. So if you're calling them every two days saying, hey, where are we? Where are we? What can I do? Can I send you something? It's not going to work because nobody wants to buy from a desperate salesperson. No one wants to date a desperate potential spouse. Desperation is not your friend. The second thing that I think that impedes us is we don't go all in on the problem to be solved. We let the prospect say, well, here's what I'm trying to fix here. And we just leave it at that and we move right to the to the presentation or the solution step. Don't do that. You got to spend more time. Another thing that we do to stop uh, progress is we have a lack of understanding about the real issue. And I'm going to talk about that in number four here, but we, we stop too early. So number four reason that deals sometimes stop is we don't have a sales process. Our sales process is less than. It is It's all about us. It's how quickly can we push somebody from start to finish. And again, I said earlier, people pick up on the vibe of that. And if you're putting out that vibe of desperation and I'm really not trying to find the problem, I really don't understand the problem, uh, one good way to do this is have somebody cross-check you. So when you come back from a sales meeting or uh, on Zoom or Teams, have them ask you, what are the problem sound like? What did the prospect say the real problem was? And if you can't answer that more than a sentence or two, you haven't found the real issue. And the fifth thing that stops sales progress and urgency is we haven't effectively laid out the process. So step four is you got to have a process. Step five is you have to lay it out. Uh, I'm going to put on the screen here a process that one of our clients did. He created it on his own. It's an awesome uh, visual And he shares that with people on the first meeting. He says, look, I don't know if we're going to engage or not. I don't know if this is a good solution for you. I don't know if you're a good prospect for me. But if we are going to find that out, then here's the system we will use. Here's the process. And he lays it out. I'll put it again, put it on the screen if you didn't see it. Uh, But it's a very simple process. And it may look, uh, you know, kind of cumbersome and uh, burdensome, but it's really not. It's really five, five, six steps that he's laid out. So make sure you not only have the sales process, but also share it visually and verbally with them. So just to review, got to know your indicators. What are things that you do that you have seen work and keep doing those and delete the things that don't. Number two, you've got to be judicious about your funnel. Don't let in people who aren't really good prospects. Number three, you've got to stop any impediments, anything that you might do in the sales process, like, as I said, being desperate. Number four, is you have to have a process, have to have it, you have to commit it to paper. You have to really think through it and understand that the process is is sacred to you. And number five, make sure you articulate it and visually and verbally to the prospect so they know exactly what's going to happen. And plus it'll, it'll really present a much more professional image when you do that. You're not just winging it, you have a systematic approach to people to determine whether they're good for you and whether you're good for them. Make sure you subscribe and also hit the uh, notification bell if you want to get more uh, videos from us. We publish every week. 
I hope this has been helpful for you. And by the way, if you want to access one of our leading freebies, you can go to fivereasonsclients.com. There is a freebie there called Five Reasons You Don't Have Enough Clients. I walk you through five of these reasons. Some of those are included in here, some aren't, and also some uh, tips on how to solve those things. See you next time. Bye.